Let me get my mind, let me get my mind right. Yeah, let me get my mind, let me get my mind right. You know what's up, everybody? Welcome to Millennial Minds in Business, where we talk to young professionals and young entrepreneurs to pick their brain about the world as we know it today. I am your host, Stephen Gabrielson, with SLG Advising Business Consulting of the New Age, and I am here today with Jeff Aronson, who is a background investigator with ISN. He's also in the Air National Guard, and he's also, believe it or not, he does more than just that. He coaches business owners in network marketing, and he's also a personal growth and development professional. Jeff, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Hey, thank you for the introduction. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, you you put it together. You're the one that's done what you've done in your life, and that's why that's why you have that intro. Well, it's the people around me that has helped me along the way. That's why. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can all we can all attribute most of our success to the people around us. Really, yeah. probably. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff, we go way back. Yeah, we do. Way back. Uh, I know a lot of things about you. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of things about you. <laughs> We can both play that game, Jeff. I know. It's cool. It's cool yeah. to see where you're at these days. It's it's awesome. I know. So just a little background between Jeff and I. We actually went to high school together. Yeah. Um, Jeff and my wife and his wife, are we're all really good friends. We hung out a ton in college. Mm -hmm. We've kind of grown up together. It's been, it's, been, it's been a wild ride the past, what is it, like 20 years probably? We've known each other. Has it been that long? No, probably not 20. Probably Maybe like 15. 20, yeah. We played football together. Well, we had so many, you know, the football thing, and we were both yeah. hurt. Yeah. And then we just started talking there, and we would hang out once in a while, and, and we'd always, for some reason, we'd always talk like business ideas. Yeah, always. Like crazy ideas. Like always. Like we had some weird business we ideas. We had some weird business ideas. There was like... Do you I'm trying remember to, some of them. I'm trying to think of some of them because they were crazy. I remember one was a one was a beer delivering service. Yeah, um, yeah, and like and it would only operate from like 10 p.m. Yeah. to like 4 a.m. Yeah, and we just drive beer and around people to. You know what's crazy about that whole situation? Huh? Is to think about like we were literally just thinking about the future. Yeah. Always like, what's the next step? What's the next step? And that's what. A lot of people, there's like a saying, like, um, poor people think about the past. Average people um, talk about other people. And successful people talk about the future and, and, yeah. and ideas. And Dude, that not that crazy to think about? That, that is we're, crazy. That we were doing that? I mean, Yeah. Even yeah. way back when, when we were like 19 and 20. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I think, I that's mean, it's got to cool. be from, from your parents or something. Well, I think it's just something that you're born with. You think Honestly, so? like I think So, yeah, I, I mean, the past few months and the past, yeah, the past few months mostly, I've been doing a lot of thinking and self-reflecting about mindset and I know I've talked to you very regularly. Yeah. Um, about mindset and about how to get your mind right, especially when you're starting your own business and and stuff like that. A lot of traction. There you go. <laughs> and um, I think there's parts of it that you're born with and parts of it that are developed and the parts I feel like that you're born with are the parts where you're always always looking to the future always not you're not concerned about those around you mm. 
you're always worried about where, about what's your next step. Where are you going to be in the future? How are you yeah. going to get there? Um, cause I've never been one to be like, Oh dude, I was the best football player in high school or middle school or whatever. And I, I don't think I've ever relived the glory days of, well, my glory days were in middle school, not high school. Yeah, because if you think your glory days were back then, yeah. then you got a real problem. Like, if that, <laughs> then what are you going to do? Just, just die? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's usually how it is. Yeah, it's true. People, you know, people, they say, you know, one of my favorite, I guess, quotes or something, it's like, people really die three times in their life. Three times. Usually when they... When they um, finish um, self or like self-education or in any education, usually nowadays after college, after you get a bachelor's degree or whatever it is, you get your degree, you just, you die, basically. <laughs> your, your, your mind dies, your body's just waiting to catch up. Okay. Um, and then you die again when you actually die, when you physically die, and then you die again when people forget your name. Oh, dang. That's freaking deep. And so, um, but what you're talking about is like the the these people that don't that go through the education system and they and they stop whatever they're doing, get their job, their uh -huh. their job, and then they just work for 40, 50 years. Now it's like 60 years. Yeah. Um, my grandpa, 80 years old, is still working. Jeez. Um, 40 hours driving old people around. Wow. To. Uh, get their medical uh, yeah. appointments and stuff. Wow. And that's just how it, how a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. And and then yeah, it, it's sad. That's crazy. That is sad. But so yeah, dude, I mean, you're you're huge in personal growth and development. Yeah. Huge. Mm -hmm. It's basically I mean, it has completely reshaped your life in the past 12 months. It's my it's my why in life. Yeah. When I think about it. So, I mean, let's take a step back. I want to dive into inner talk about about who you are um where you where you where you talk walk us through your development to that to this stage where you are today yeah well i mean i can sum it up with it's all about who you know in this world type of thing in that area um i was a complete well let's go back i you know kaylani uh, mm -hmm. my wife we've been together for now 12 years is uh, my other why in life mm -hmm. i mean that's the reason why I get up and, and get going every day because of her. She's absolutely amazing. Um, awesome. I wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for her. So um, how old are you now? 28. 28. So 12 years ago, you would have been what? 16? Like, yeah, yeah, 16. We started dating then. Dang. High school sweethearts. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's went to, crazy. Went to U of I together and then um, got my bachelor's degree. But I went through college, not really. I started as a landscape architect because I liked AutoCAD. And then I went to um, exercise science because I got really impatient on the landscape architecture thing. And I was like, Why'd well, you get impatient with it? It was, I, I, I like being on the computer and like working AutoCAD. And they changed it that year to a five-year degree. And then um, I was taking like Art 101. And I was such a instant gratification type of person where I like I was like I want to get on the computers now and it just wasn't working out so I I w always was thinking of something else that I could be doing and so I went to uh, I wanted to be a personal trainer probably like everybody else in the world every guy in the world <laughs> <laughs> so I, I switched over to exercise science and um, my wife <laughs> she, she 
she's the reason why I'm alive. <laughs> but she's like, uh, why are you doing exercise science as a, for a personal trainer? You don't need a degree to be a personal trainer. Just go get your certif- uh, certificate. So yeah. why don't you pick a degree that you're actually going to use? And I'm like, ah, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went over and I, uh, I changed because I kind of like the law enforcement side. So I went to sociology with a criminology emphasis and wanted to be a probation officer. Uh, once I was a probation officer assistant for Latoff County for a year, I decided not to be a probation officer. How come? Um, you're just not really helping. Yeah. I, and... and it actually, now that I realize it's what it's coming down to is just I've never been a job person. I didn't like working yeah. for somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize at the time, but um, I can always find something wrong. You can always find something wrong with everything. Oh, yeah. And so um, then I went to, uh, I got a job at the prison. I worked at the prison for a couple of years as a prison guard. And then I got a job where I went to the National Guard, did that whole thing. And then I, I met somebody in the National Guard that was a background investigator also. And when I was talking to him and he knew that my resume, he's like, oh, you know, I, there's this, that we're looking for people. And so I got in, in with that and started doing that. And that, that's been great. I'm super grateful that I have a job. I think jobs are necessary. I think they're, they're good things. I don't rag on jobs because I think everybody should have them just temporarily. Yeah. They should be. They should be temporary. Why it should you, be a stepping stone. They should, but you you should have your job to pay your bills, mm-hmm. um, and build something outside of that. A lot of people are not. They just have their job. They go, oh, I'm working forty hours. It's so hard. I'm so <laughs> tired. I just want to go home and drink a beer. Yeah. And this is what I was doing. Um, yeah. I just got super super fortunate. Uh, like I said, it's all about who you know, just with my background investigator job. And I met, uh, my wife met somebody that her husband was in business um, with my mentor now. And, and, and I think that is the key right there. Okay. Uh, mentor, mentorship. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I sat down with him and I saw his lifestyle, um, that, that constant cash flow, the residual income, and, and, and it's almost like, there's just you could see he was on a whole nother level. Yeah. Just with his, I think there was just like less stress, just his confidence, just his entire demeanor, everything. Like there's so much, and it's a it's personal growth. You know, he's had he's only like 34, I think, and and he started his personal growth reading Rich Dad Poor Dad when he was 16 years old, wow. um, and then it, it completely changed his life reading that book. And uh, if you haven't read that book, I mean that's that's a must. Yeah. If you want to, I mean do any type of personal growth yeah um but met him and i had to go through a a long vetting process just to get involved with him and so um, he's now helping me build my business and and it's it's everything Uh, bob proctor talks about mentorship and you know if if you want if you want to if you want to do something just Mm -hmm. do find somebody that's done whatever you've already done and find Earn your mentorship and do exactly what he tells you to do. Yeah. It's plain and simple. Bob Proctor says, if I'm going to coach you and you don't do exactly what I tell you, I'm not coaching you. Really? And so these are the things. you got to find these people. And it's not what you want to do. It's how do you want to live. People, we go through, we go through school and in, with counselors and everything else. 
you were good at you know numbers or math. I remember that, and it's like, well, what do you want to be then? You should be an accountant. You yeah. should be uh, an engineer because yeah. you're good at that. But it's like, how would your answer change if you were to ask somebody, how do you want to live? Yeah, like, yeah. How if you ask yourself that right now, how do you want to live? It would it would look a lot different, and, and I think it changes a lot with people because when they get older, they want to live this usually this big lifestyle, this dream lifestyle. And if they don't, well, you have to have money to 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 help a lot of people. So yeah. if you just want to be, you know, if you want to make twenty thousand dollars a year and have a twenty thousand dollar a year lifestyle, well, make a shit ton and give away the rest, yeah. right? And then yeah. only give yourself twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So, um, I think, um, people lose out on their dream or what they really want in their lifestyle because we start getting a little older in their teens, older years. And then usually your parents are going, oh, grow up. Yeah. Stop with those dreams. Right. Yeah. That's, that yeah. shouldn't be how it is. Yeah. And well, not only that, I think a lot of people also get comfortable. You know, and people, I guess, yeah. and it's it's not only comfortable, but it's we have such a problem in in today's world with debt, mm-hmm. such a massive problem with we have that instant gratification, like you were saying how you were when you were younger, of oh I want a I want a badass car I'm gonna go get one and you can go get one and you, your payments nine hundred bucks a month yeah. on it or whatever for thirty six months or for five, whatever. Why do you or, think that is? It's. I don't know. It's the instant gratification. You know, yeah. people want cool things. We see it on. We're we're a very materialistic. Or, um, s- status. Or, yeah, it's all about status. S- well, you know right? what status stands for? What? Still too arrogant to, to understand success. <laughs> so, I've never heard that before. No. And, and Still people, too but arrogant people don't to understand realize. success. Yeah. yeah. I love they're, it. They're arrogant. <clears throat> yeah. But the huge, that instant gratification and going out and getting those payments, you get buried in payments. Yeah. And what happens when you get buried in payments, you can't get away from your nine to five job because right. you're reliant on that. Mm-hmm. And so not only are you too scared to leave and you're comfortable in your position, but you almost get to a point where you're trapped yeah. and you can't leave because if you leave, you're not going to be able to make your monthly payments and you'll lose your car, you'll lose your house, yeah. you'll lose your whatever. Right. Right? And so, I mean, I think there's a lot that goes back to that as well. Yeah, that's that's true. I think debt is, is um, I mean, people, and you hear people say good debt. What is good debt? Yeah. Right? That's like an oxymoron. That's like... <laughs> to build the credit score or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just make a shit ton of money and you don't need a credit score. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's true. Build an asset, make a lot of money. You don't... You don't need you don't need benefits. Yep. You buy your own benefits and yep. better benefits than your employer can give you. You don't need life insurance. Yeah. It's you don't it's need... all this it, it's because we went to school to get a good education, to get a good job. That's what the school system does. Yep. It was um, And because you have a good job, you then you're able to afford a, yeah. a $500 payment a month or a $900 payment which a month not, or whatever. It, which the job is is number one going away if you haven't you know, watch that um, yeah. humans need not apply or whatever that that video. Oh, I've that seen will that. change your life as far. I mean, and you've seen it, robots. Oh you yeah, know, even you, at Walmart and stuff. And yeah. there's so many jobs going away, and so yeah. and not even that, but just the price of things. You know, our our job, uh, our jobs are not keeping up with the inflation rates. Yeah, like a cup of coffee 
you know, years ago was like 75 cents and now it's like $5. And that's like a 400% markup. That's crazy. Um, from, you know, probably 20, 30 years. Yeah. But, but our, our um, you know, the, the amount of money that we're getting from jobs is not changing. Yeah. And it's going up a little bit, but it's not 400%. Yeah. So people are not realizing this. And they're just working their job. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses. They're just pay, putting things on cards, and they're falling behind. Yeah, like yeah. you said. I mean, it's just, and they're they're having to work until they're 80. Yeah. And then they retire on their 401ks, and which, <laughs> well, their pensions. which will turn to like 201k when the market crashes <laughs> again, because it's still based off of the market. Yeah. And then... And then they then they live off of half, you know, probably a third of their income that they had. Yeah. Why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. You have to build an asset. Yeah. Or or so you have to build something outside on top of your nine to five. I think this is my personal preference that will that will allow you to uh, walk away from your job or just have a great retirement or like something, you know. Well, just to live the life you want to live. Yeah. Like you said earlier, whether it's the twenty thousand dollar a year lifestyle. Yeah. Or the live two the million life, dollar yeah. lifestyle. Live the life that you want to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about building the asset to bounce back to the lifestyle you want mm-hmm. to live. I mean, it comes back. You can even see it in in the in the world of divorce. Yeah. You know, when the when usually when people get divorced, the spouse will seek alimony or some mm-hmm. sort of payment from from the from one or the other, whichever one's the breadwinner. Yeah. Um, in order to substantiate the lifestyle that that individual has become accustomed to within that marriage. Mm-hmm. And so that payment can be anywhere from $500 a month to $30,000 a month, depending on the lifestyle that that individual yeah. is used to living based on those circumstances. Right. So it's it really just comes down to what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Yeah, that divorce thing too. Don't even get me started with that. But that's it's, that's people are forgetting what a commitment actually means. Well, it's scary to look at our entire society. Yeah, and how the whole society has just become. It's like a marriage certificate is a. It's not binding anymore. Nope. When you have divorce rates above fifty percent, it's yeah. just crazy. I, I don't know why. Honestly, I that's one thing that I appreciate about my parents of like my dad always saying you marry one person and that's it, no matter what. Has did he tell you that from since you were young? Yeah, and they're still married. My parents have been married for like thirty something years. I think. Yeah. But, um, like, there's oh you can always figure it out. Yeah. And I think that people aren't putting their their spouses number one. Oh yeah, hands down. This is my view because we have kids. We have two kids. Um, super grateful uh, for them. Two healthy kids. And here's how I see it. My 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 wife is a chandelier, and my daughter or son is a lamp. Right. If when when my daughter gets old enough, eighteen years old. I'm going to unscrew her and give her off to somebody else. But I still have my wife that's with me. Yeah. So so my wife, I, I put my wife above my children. Yeah. My children can go somewhere else at some point. Me and my wife are together forever. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And so you need to be a good role model. There's all these things that, that, that have this effect on your children. And so... That's how I see it, and, and 
I don't know if, if it's wrong, but this is my this is my views on it. And so that's interesting. Well, I mean, it makes sense because I mean, as you do that, I mean, the rest of it just kind of falls into place. Being a good father, being a good role model, like you said, just kind of falls into place. Yeah. That's huge. And so that's great because me and my wife are building a business together, and it's just it's 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 absolutely amazing. We we have um, business meetings together. We talk about our relationship. We we we're growing together. That's cool. We're growing in personal development together, and that's, that's so the cool. that's um, the best part. Yeah, for sure. But I want to back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You said when you sat down and you first met your mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, you knew there was something about him that you, that, that intrigued you and you wanted to be around him more and you wanted him to be your mentor and you wanted to learn and grow from him. Mm -hmm. Was there a turning point somewhere in that situation where you knew that this is the route that you needed to take? Or was there some point that got you into the door of this man's house to sit down and actually talk to him? Mm -hmm. Was there something that pivoted in your mind that made you know that you needed to change in order to get ahead. Yeah, I guess there's a few things there that I'm thinking of. Um, number one, I think opportunities. When opportunity, There's so many opportunities. This is... There's not, opportunity. It's America. Every, like, yeah. there's a reason why I land opportunity. Like, people get so skeptical about things. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, scam phone calls these days, but still, like... <laughs> Don't believe it if the IRS calls you. That's all no. I gotta say. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but um, opportunities. There's an acronym. Uh, stands for poor. P o o r. People overlook opportunities regularly. People overlook opportunities regularly. Dude, you're just like full of so, gold today. <laughs> I have a lot of mentors. <laughs> I have a lot of people around me to help me out. But there's. People overlook opportunities, and that's why they're poor. Um, that makes they sense. They get skeptical. Skepticism is fine. Yeah. Skepticism is a good thing. It may have forced and you to do research. It does. There's, um, it's all that skepticism is is a lack of knowledge. Uh -huh. There's no knowledge there, and when when people are that skeptical, where they go, no, this opportunity just they didn't they didn't even gain the knowledge first. Yeah. They didn't educate themselves. And then they then they look at it and they go, no, yeah, it, there's something something weird here, and they don't trust themselves to they don't trust themselves to make an educated decision. Yeah, so you need to get to a confident position where you can trust yourself, at least educate yourself yeah. to a level where you can say, no, thank you. How or, do you how do you do that? How do you go about doing that? Would you suggest? Because I know there's like a lot of, like when you talk about that, like the skepticism behind something that seems great, I go immediately to these universal whole life insurance mm. policies where mm. they they launch them out and they're like, these are the greatest things in the world. This is a super type of type up, type up, sign up type of thing. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is going to, you're going to be able to do so much with this thing mm. and yet it drowns you in fees. It'll never mm. grow more than four and a half percent if you're lucky. Yeah, because the fees just take all the earnings away, and they're they lock you in for long terms, mm -hmm. um, and they're massive policies, and yet things like that, it's it's almost impossible. Not not it's, no, it's dang near close impossible for the average individual to wrap their mind fully around one of those products. Yeah, I can see that. So how do you go about dealing with skepticism and something like that, as well as mm. what you're talking about? I would say. 
first thing that comes to mind is ask questions. Yeah. Uh, that's how you gain knowledge. And knowledge isn't power. Yeah. I think. Apl- applying knowledge is power. The application okay. of knowledge is power. You can be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't do anything... Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a little off track, but it's like... But you have to gain knowledge. So trusting yourself, confidence to, to say no and, yeah. and educate yourself on a higher level, yeah. then do that. Yeah. And so... Um, I mean, would you ever say something like, for the fear of missing out on an opportunity, would you ever trust something enough to say yes without fully understanding something? No, with my mindset now. Okay. It depends on... Um, it depends on... Well, I mean, no, I, I, I need to, I need to be, I need to have the knowledge. I need yeah. to have the education uh, on what it is, um, what it is. And I think that was great because that's what Clinton did for me. He educated me. He's my, he's my mentor. Okay. And there's others. Um, there's yeah. other mentors, but he's my personal mentor as far as that goes. And he, uh, like I said, that we went through like a, a long vetting process. Um, it's an education process. Yeah. And, and that was huge because it, it just allows you to really grow and, and ask questions and everything else. And so, and so you realize that, oh yeah, he's not out to get you or, or and, and anything yeah. else. And yeah. that's the thing is people got to realize that people aren't out to get people. Usually. Usually. Yeah. Sometimes they, they are. They want to add value. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Even with these I've heard a lot of people with all these books, you know, this is a huge craze, crave this, these days. People are writing books and yeah. they're, they're promoting it out. Yeah. And I've heard all these people like, oh, they're just trying to get you with these, these books that you're buying. And it's like, what do you mean they're trying to get you? Yeah. What? Are they adding value to you or not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The book costs $10. Yeah. You're supporting them, but they're supporting you by adding value to you. Uh-huh. That's what they want to do. Yeah. And if it's going to add value to you, read it. And if it adds value to you, then quit your bitching. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. People, but people don't trust themselves. Yeah. And so um, just to realize that skepticism is okay. Yeah. I think. Um, and, it, and if you fail, it's okay too. Failure is good. Yeah. Is a good thing. That's the one. I mean... I have learned the most from failure in my life, hands down. And I talk about it openly with with anyone that I talk to. Mm -hmm. My biggest failures in life open the door to my biggest opportunities every single time. Yeah, that's that's a huge. I haven't heard that one yet. And that's, I mean, I just that's big. Can we quote that? Can we make turn that into a quote and put Stephen Gabrielson underneath it? I don't know. I'm sure it's taken somewhere. (laughs) I'm sure you got it from something. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I don't know where, but that's cool. But I mean, it's true though. Like every. Every time I had a massive failure, there was two options. I could either sit down and continue the failure and slowly pick myself up over the next few years, mm-hmm. or you can do a massive pivot. And like you say all the time, uh, massive change requires massive action. Yes. Um, or you you can go about do about going through that massive action and learning from that failure and and growing and becoming a new person. Yeah, they call it failing forward. Failing forward. Yeah. So, and I think 
like like we talked, failure is is where you grow. Yep. Um, it's uncomfortable. Um, there's a there's a a story of like lobsters. Um, they have their shell, and they grow into their shell. And their shell doesn't grow. It's the same shell. They grow into their shell, and when they get uncomfortable, they hide under a rock, and they 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 uh, shed their shell. And so, and then it grows another one that's bigger so they can grow into their shell again. And they keep doing this. And so really? what that means, that what this tells me is they get, they get such, so uncomfortable that they hide, they shed off their, their shell and then they can grow again. So uncomfortable is a good thing. It means that you grow. Yeah. Being uncomfortable is growth. And uh, just for instance, like society we get uncomfortable and then we go, oh my gosh, I'm so, you get suppressed, which turns into depression. Yeah. People constantly say, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. And then they go to the doctor and then they just give them like Xanax they or something. Pills at them. Yeah. When, when you're just, you're, what you're doing is you're literally hindering their growth Yeah. as a person. You know, that's They're crazy. getting uncomfortable and what they need to do is, is, is grow, is Hide under it, figure out what's going on, talk with people, um, whatever it may be, but yeah, and, and grow, because depression is all a mindset, I think. Yeah. There are some hormonal things, oh, yeah. but I think most of the people these well, days are... You look at everything, dude. I look at everything from freaking ADD, ADD ADHD, oh, yeah. to depression and anxiety, yeah. and it's like... Okay, yeah, in those in those buckets, there are definitely the cases that those people might need, or that those people do need medication in order to handle it because they have some sort of mental offset that makes totally. it so they have have trouble with it. Right. But I would be honestly willing to say and back you up on the fact that vast majority mm -hmm. are going through a hard time, yeah, and they need to learn and they need to grow and they need to. They're being put in those hard places for a reason yeah. and that's to take their life to the next level and to mm -hmm. figure out where they're where they're going and how to get there because right. in every single one of us there is just tons and tons of potential to do crazy amazing things more than people more than people more yeah in any, any one of us can be the next freaking Elon Musk or maybe not yeah. that crazy but the next sure the next anybody yeah the next Bill Gates, the next what, whoever you want to be, anybody in the world right. can become the next one of those. Right. But it's just finding that potential and and growing, like you said. Yeah, and and with that, there's um, there's the mentorship that comes along with we're kind of going back to the failure part. Yeah. Um, you get uncomfortable, you fail, and then and then the same thing with what we were talking about failing forward. If you don't have a mentor. To, to when you fail and get perspective, like we say, like I was saying, find somebody that's living the way you want to live and do exactly what they tell you. Because mm -hmm. then you're going to give the life that they're living. Yeah. Right? And, and so, but if you, if you don't have a mentor, if you're, uh, this is what I, what I was doing in, in the beginning of, of my kind of my personal growth of, I would um, start building my business and all of a sudden I was counseling myself. Really, I was literally counseling myself to where I'm not failing forward. I'm failing, uh -huh. you know. If if you're if you're getting a divorce with you know three or four five different times, 
and you're not figuring out why, then that's failing technically, but that doesn't You're help. not failing forward. You're not failing forward. Yeah. And that means you got to find somebody that has fruit on your fruit on the tree. Don't yeah. go find a mentor. Don't go find like usually it's like their sister that, that that's already been divorced five times, and then they go, yeah. oh, you know, what 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 do you do? You don't need a man. Yeah, and so you got to find somebody, a mentor that has fruit on the tree that somebody's actually done yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, and 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 that doesn't mean usually like your parents mm-hmm. or you got to you got to really really dial it down and figure yeah. out who's in your Fay five. Yeah, Fay five. Boom. You are the average of the five people yep. you surround yourself with. You introduced me to that. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's, it's, Damn. it's uh, and if you, if you don't have these friends, then you're living your future. Yeah. You know, if your friends all around you are all drinking beer and farting and stuff and going to bars, <laughs> you're going to be doing the same thing yeah. in 30 years. Yeah. If you don't change your association and, and really get into the, the people that, that you that are growing or whatever you want to do in business like for you it's it's like it seems like the, this world you want to find people that that are ahead of you uh-huh in in business or what all these different arenas and then hang out with them yeah talk with them yeah constantly yeah they're gonna get you there because yeah. you're gonna just be it's just that energy yeah that's so cool that is so cool but it takes a lot of snipping it takes a lot of. Um, usually, success is not. Usually, success is not adding. It's more subtracting. Really, and just concentrating. Either the... people, um, bad habits. Um, it's, and it's subtracting and, and, and adding the good things for as far as the habits go, because that's yeah. I think that's what makes makes a person. Yeah, is their habits. Really, and that's that's probably my biggest. Um, Hot button is habits. Tell us about your daily habits. Um, well, it's been evolving. Yeah. But definitely, if you haven't read the one thing yet, you got to read that book. Whatever you're working on, uh, it, it's called the one thing, and it talks about if you're if you if you think about it right now, if you wrote on a piece of paper everything that you you should be doing to build your business or whatever you need to do to become successful, and if if you said to yourself what is the one thing that I need to do every single day for it to grow? If I can only choose one thing, what would it be? And you need to do that every single day. Wow. One thing. You got to focus on that. Yeah. And so um, habits, as I mean, I think you got to get your mind right. So morning, the Miracle Morning was a big book for me. Okay. Waking up early. What time do you wake um, up? Five. 5.30. Okay. And so um, just waking up, and, and I've actually started meditation actually last week, in a, in, and that's been really awesome. Do you just do it by yourself in like your living room, or do you go to like a studio to do it? No, I, I, I go into my other room, and I put like headphones on and, and just to like... blank this. everything out. So I wake up, take my dog for a walk, listen to... Uh, I'm actually listening to How to Win Friends and Influence People. I cool. think that's a book that you need to read at least once a year. What was the book again? How to Win Friends and Influence People. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's uh, it's like one of the first self-help books ever okay. written. Okay, really? Yeah. Uh, it's imperative. I mean, it's 
smile at people, you know, like, really? like such simple things that <laughs> yeah. people don't do on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. Just to, just to have that or have, yeah. you know, be able to talk to people because people skills is everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, take my dog for a walk. Uh, I meditate. Oh, actually, I do a little core workout to wake wake up a little bit more. Then I meditate for about a half an hour, and then I do the three S's, and then what are your three S's? Shit, shower, and shave. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I was expecting if some sort of deep like, oh. <laughs> like what were the poor and status, and then we got the S cubed. No, yeah. the standard S cube. Yeah, I like S-cubed. it. S <laughs> cubed. <laughs> nope. And then I, you know, just eat breakfast and get ready. Um, but that you have to put your mind, get your mind right, because like with the habits, going back to that, like if you wake up a little late or you don't get something or whatever it is, there's there's little things that that not like it's like almost like guilty or shaming yourself. Yeah. Uh, you're shaming yourself um, in little, if you don't do this one thing, things that you know deep down that you need to do Yeah. that you're not doing, whether it's eating healthier or whatever it is in your daily habits. Yeah. And so when you can stick to that, the more consistency that you can have, the better. Um, and then just going out and doing the one thing that I need to do to build my business or and I, th- I think a lot of people wear different hats at different times. I think this is huge. This is one one of the biggest breakthroughs for me. Um, you're working on your business, uh, whatever it is that you need to be doing right now. Um, wear that hat. Yeah. And if you, um, you know, and then if you're with your family, put your phone away. Be with your family and be all in to to these certain things that you're, you're that you're doing. Don't. Be on your phone and, and trying to build your business while you're with your family. Like these these things are imperative, I think. Yeah. And um, Gary Vee talks about that a lot. Too. Yeah, he does. He does. Like when I sleep, I fucking sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in. Oh, yeah. When I sleep, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Oh, Gary so, Vee's funny. Um, yeah, so like I said, habits are everything, man. I, I Well, if you're... But I think people, like, we just took our, the TV away. from The kids don't have the TV anymore. Okay. Because it just doesn't do anything for it's them. It's a time suck, dude. Yeah, we're just, it's just nothing. So, um, so these are the things, like, you have to do. you got to make sure that you're ready to take away the TV. Yeah. And, because then you can grow really resentful. Like, um, you can, you just resent, like, oh, oh, man. But you need to, if you're going to take something out, you need to replace it with something good. Whatever so what did you re- so you took the TV away? What did you replace it with? Um, just getting out more. Yeah. Um, out networking. More. That's what I do. I network. That's my. That's the biggest thing. That's cool. That's how businesses are. I mean, oh, yeah. network. All businesses network. Yeah. So the more networking I can do, the better. Yeah. Um, and so it's really great because I can do it with my kids too. That's cool. And so. Um, yeah, the um, oh, what was I getting to? But uh, the the habits on on taking things out and putting things in is something like I had I was an alcoholic, like major alcoholic, um, when I first got into business with Clinton, and I knew after a month into business it was growing on me every single day because I'm like, I mean I was drinking every single day. Me and me and Kelani were having. Um, business meetings every single week 
talking about how was our relationship last week and and talking about futuristic things and ideas and different things and it's like I was buzzed one weekend it was on a Sunday night that we were having our business meeting and she asked me how our relationship was doing and I said I didn't say anything I said I don't know because I was buzzed mm-hmm. it was a month in the business it's been almost two years now and um, it was it was sad like I knew at that point I knew at that point it was either alcohol or business. Yeah. Or it was really alcohol or my relationship. Yeah. I wasn't going to let that dude. affect. Yeah. And so I went to bed that night. I didn't even go to bed. I was just thinking all night because I knew that I couldn't have one drink. Yeah. I knew I couldn't have one ever. Yeah. Um, and that was a very, very, very hard decision. Uh, and then I went to work all day and was like just thinking. And then I called my mom and she's like, you know. I'm just glad you you figured this out at 25 instead of 50 like me. Wow. Because she, you know, she went to yeah. the AA thing for, you know, it's been like six years now that she hasn't had a drink. And so wow. that was it. I, I just stopped. I didn't so you drink. stopped that day. Oh, yeah. I, like I said, it was either the alcohol or a business. Yeah. And, and that was, and that's the thing is people need to find hope in their life again. Yeah. Do build something for yourself to find hope. Yeah. Um, people lose out on hope when they get a job. That's just yeah. what it does. It gives you a glass ceiling. There's yeah. a glass ceiling on jobs. Yeah. Because you're not building your own business. You're not building something for yourself. You know? I guess you can you could still be successful in, a, in a, an employee world. Yeah. Just like how most businesses, every business, you talk about, oh, you know, only 2% of people make it in that thing. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. It literally can be a job world, the CEO um, in what you're doing in literally anything, there's only like a, you know, a 5% of people that make it, which yeah. I don't know even really what people mean by make it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Like multi, multi-millionaire yeah. or, you know, you just like, yeah. what do you, what do you, what are you saying here? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just think that people lose out on hope and, and they need to do something for themselves. And that's what that did. It allowed me to yeah. do that. I'm like, damn, there's something, there's something here. Yeah. And because we were business people, like, yeah. we needed to build something. I just was always too scared to like take on risk. Yeah. That's why I think network marketing is such a great business because there's yeah. no open, debt. Yeah. There's no yeah. There's it doesn't cost you anything to go go talk to people. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's the greatest thing is. Like we were talking about opportunities. Yeah. When you actually go out and you start talking to people, there's opportunities everywhere. everywhere. Stop sitting in your damn house and yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. Even the social media thing, I think it's great. But um, I was actually talking to Blake Haggett um, a couple oh, of weeks yeah. ago. Blake's um, an awesome He was guy. on your podcast. Um, yeah. I was talking with him and he was he was like, why don't you do any social media? And, and I was like, well, if you read The Speed of Trust... Trust is 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 everything as far as relationships go. You need to build trust with people, and trust all trust means is is confidence. It's the same term as confidence. So that's how you build trust with somebody. There's confidence being built. Yeah. And in the opposite of trust is just distrust. And yeah. That's uh, same thing as like suspicious. You're just really really suspicious of the situation because there's no trust there. Yeah. And so um, Blake was like asking me why I didn't do social media and it was just it was very much of because there's I just don't think that you can build the same trust that you can like my skill set 
is growing far rapidly than most of the people around me in in other businesses or yeah. just or just in things in general. Yes, it might be. Yes, you probably get more. Um, would you say outreach or outreach, but more like. Uh, um, what am I thinking of? Um, rejection. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of rejection. Um, well, social media, I mean, you talk a lot about like your your mind space and brain space. Yeah. Social media freaking takes a ton of mm -hmm. brain space. Yeah. A ton of time. Uh, if you want to build a successful social media following, yeah. it takes hours and hours and hours and hours a day. Right of getting on there connecting to your followers and connecting with people and reaching out to people which I mean is a is a great is a great thing if you know how to utilize it and you know how to how to how to really connect with people and make people connect with you and you totally. can find those opportunities um, but here, on the same line it's, here, yeah and this is huge cuz personal growth is huge for me yeah are you going to personally grow by connecting with people on 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 Facebook or Twitter or, or, or the, all these things, you're not going to build as a person. Yeah. And for me, that's my why. Like I, I literally tear up thinking about because I just love helping people. Yeah. You know, I, I love this entrepreneur wave that's going on and, and you can't help somebody. Like if your cup is not full, mm -hmm. if your cup is halfway there of personal, of growing, like you can't help people that mostly on a financial level. Like you gotta be able yeah. to help people financially that way. Yeah. But like if I wanted to, it's it's kind of like the the same analogy of, um, like a a personal trainer. Yeah. Like a, a personal trainer at like uh, Axiom or like you know small or a small gym or something. Yeah. They're personal. They're, there's a reason why they're there. Yeah. You know, and there's some of these personal trainers that that train like Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff <laughs> like to get to that level do you know how much growth they've had oh, and, yeah. and the level of um, my, the, the mindset that they have yeah. is on a whole nother level than these people at you know Johnny's Fit Club yeah. or something yeah. um, and so you you have to grow to that level to be able to help out that the, the, that caliber yeah. of people uh, of, of things so yeah you have to, and, and it's not selfish, because I thought it was a selfish thing at first to have this as my why, and this is the things that tear me up, is like, I have to grow, like, I have to help myself. I have to grow as an individual to help other people. Yeah. And that's and that's how it is. I mean, and, and yes, it's uncomfortable to go out and talk to people, but, I mean, if you can't talk to people, you're not going to build anything. Yeah. For me... If I can't build this business, you can, I can't build any business. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say that about any, anything. Anything. It's a mindset. Dude. And it's crazy. a skill level. Yeah. Big it's time. It's a skill level. Big time. And that's with with building trust through competence and, and character. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's definitely something that me and my wife are super excited about. Yeah. Jeff... You're the freaking man. No, I really, I didn't say this, but I appreciate you having me on this podcast. I know, um, I hopefully, I, I wanted to just add as much value as I could. No, um, dude, you definitely did. And, I mean, I want this to be one of many podcasts we do together. Sure. I think this is, this might be episode, what, like five or six of my podcast, but this is episode one of <laughs> Stephen is, and Jeff. This is the start. This is the start. <laughs> no. I mean, our conversations, every single time we talk, we go deep. Yeah. And we go deep quick. 
I feel like we didn't really get that deep today. I don't feel like we got that deep either. And I want, there's a lot of subjects that we touched on today that I want to dive even deeper. Sure. Um, and so we got to do this again. Well, I love you, man. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just super excited for you. Honestly, like the biggest, I was so happy when you went out and did your own thing. Yeah. I, I didn't think you were, to, I, I knew you would at some point, but it was like, I didn't know it was early this on and, and the mindset you, that you're growing already is, <laughs> is absolutely amazing. It's, well, thank it's, you. it's inspiring me. It's very motivational for me. Cause I'm like, Oh shoot. He's going to pass me in growth. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, thanks man. But, like, coming, then, honestly, coming from you, that means a ton. Cause like, I don't think the listeners, people who are listening in, you do not understand the the development and growth and the transformation of the man I'm looking at right now. It's it is so cool to think back on our conversations that we used to have mm-hmm. in college. And yeah, they were cool. We were gonna go do beer runs for people and all this crap. Yeah. But now that the conversations we have now so are so just better. like light years ahead yeah. of any conversation that I have with with anybody. Yeah. And they're probably the most fun and most enlightening conversations that gives I have energy, with energy, man. Gratitude gives you the most energy. For sure. Gratitude, grateful. Yeah. But Jeff, we got to do this again. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to jump on uh, Millennial Minds and Business podcast. Yeah, no problem. I hope, uh, hope I helped. And I'm just so glad that uh, there's going to be a lot of listeners and hopefully it will help them out too. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think... The value portion of this podcast is through the roof. Awesome. Break the ceiling, man. Break the ceiling, baby. Break the ceiling. Thanks, Jeff. Yep. Yeah. Let me get my mind. Let me get my mind right. You know everything is alright. You know everything is alright.